Welcome to Start Here, Go Everywhere. I am Linda Moyo, an alumna of Jobs for America's graduates. On this podcast, we bring you incredible guests from all walks of life, offering the skills to educate, inspire, and challenge you to succeed in both school, on the job skills, and in personal life, leading to productive and rewarding careers. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be talking to a JAG alumna, Emily Alvarez. She is an out-of-school program advisor in Texas right now. And so, Emily, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me today. I'm excited. Well, I'm glad to have you here. Emily, I am curious, what was your JAG experience like? I know that it's different for every single person. So I'm curious what your experience was. Well, honestly, anytime I get to tell someone about my JAG experience, I go on and just talk. My JAG experience was wonderful. I loved it and I praised the program, especially the specialists that I worked with, you know, because I was in the in-school program of Jobs for America's graduates, but right now I am working with the out-of-school program. So overall, I love the lessons, the competencies that we were taught, even though I thought some of them were silly at times, they really came in handy. I remember my instructor would um, actually set us down for that one competency where you had to learn how to sit at a dining table properly and Mm -hmm. eat with the proper utensils. At that moment, I thought, this is ridiculous. Why are we learning how to eat? And now being that I'm a senior in college about to graduate and I've attended several dinners, I am really, really grateful for that lesson. If not, I'm pretty sure people would have made fun of me talking about, oh, she's eating her food with her salad fork or something, you know? Yeah, I love how JAG teaches us experiences like that. I remember at a JAG event, I think it was in Washington, D.C., I was sitting at a table with all these politicians, and there were like three forks and five spoons, and I was like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? So I do agree that we think those lessons are silly, but no, they really help us out. Yes, at the end of the day, like the JAG curriculum, the competencies, they all have a reason behind them. So I'm so happy that I actually did learn and pay attention, you know? Well, my JAG instructor made it like really, really fun, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. She made it entertaining. You You could tell that she was there all the time, excited, happy, you know, just ready for the day. So that made us, the students, happy too. We were always excited to go to JAG. We were like, oh, time for JAG. Let's see what we're going to do. Let's see what our instructor has us doing today. I know that Jobs for America's graduates, of course, it has that whole job theme to get you ready, to prepare you to be successful when you do graduate. Do you feel like JAG gave you um, the skills, the tools to be ready to get into whatever career that you were interested in? Absolutely. If it were not for JAG, um, the majority of us eh, who were in the class, we were going to be, you know, first generation graduates when we did, well, when we finished college. But, you know, the majority of us were the first person out of the family to graduate out Mm. of high school and stuff. So being that we didn't have anyone else to ask the questions we wanted to ask, JAG really came, you know, really came in handy. We always had our JAG specialist there at letting us know that she's here to answer any of our questions. Um, 
her, she would direct us to, you know, where we could possibly find help if she didn't know the answers to the questions, because she never just like, just let us, you know, stress alone. It was Mm -hmm. nice to know that there was someone there to kind of have your back, I guess you could say, to just say, breathe. Okay. I know that you're stressed. I know that it's difficult right now. I know that you probably have no clue about what you want to do in the future, but just breathe. You got it. And I'm here. And there's several other people here for you. Like it was, that reassurance was really, really nice in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned that you were a first generation graduate from high school and you said that most of the students in that class were also uh, first generation graduation uh, students. How was that experience like for you? Honestly, it was pretty cool. <laughs> well, I am the yeah. oldest of my family. So, you know, I had to figure out the ways to kind of end up with the financial help that I needed or mm-hmm. what classes to take or, you know, what activities would look good on a resume for whenever I did apply for college, you know. Yeah. It was all a lot of hard work, but it was I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. I learned a lot and I was super grateful. I actually um, got to say a speech at graduation. Um, so it was pretty cool. Like I would have never had that opportunity if Jag wouldn't have pushed me out of my shell and said, Emily, stop being shy and go and take all opportunities you can, because in this world, that's what you have to do. You know, you can't just be shy, which is understandable because to this day, I am really, really shy and self-conscious at times, which I believe everyone is, you know, but Jag really helped me give with that little push, you know, that little push that we all need. Yeah, I agree. I used to always tell people that Jag opened, well, doors were always open for me, but Jag was the thing that pushed me and gave me the confidence to say, hey, I know you're shy, but you can actually walk in with full confidence uh, and take Mm -hmm. all the opportunities that come your way. So that's good. So you Mm -hmm. did the graduation speech for your senior year. Tell me about that. Well, okay. So what happened was I went to one high school, you know, that's where I started off with Jag, right? And that high school got shut down. So we combined with another high school. Um, I was actually salutatorian at my first high school. And then whenever we combined, you know, there was two salutatorians, two valedictorians. So it was kind of crazy. You know, we kind of just sat down and decided who wanted to speak, who didn't want to speak. And I I honestly was nervous. I didn't want to do it. But, you know, everyone was just saying go on, Emily, you're never going to get this opportunity again. And, you know, this is your one shot. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Uh, I guess, you know, that's what one thing that I loved too, was that my JAG instructor and um, her husband were actually there when I was like, like, this is the speech that I have right now. I'm not sure this is good. Can you like help me out with it? I want to know your, you know, your opinions, uh, yeah. if there are any any touch-ups like just let me know and they actually helped me a lot with that and Mm -hmm. till this day I will always always be super grateful oh that's amazing it's so funny I feel like we already have so much in common because through my JAG program and being exposed to so many things I was also I wasn't the valedictorian. I wasn't first in my class or anything, but I ended up giving the graduation speech and my specialist was there for me, you know, helping me to edit my speech and all that stuff. So I I definitely get that story that you just shared with us. Tell me what you decided to do right after high school. 
when you graduated? Well, um, right after high school, I decided to attend one of my local colleges, uh, which is known as Lamar University. And I just, I've been there. I've been there for about three years now. Uh, hopefully I can get to graduate this December. You know, right now I'm taking six classes. I'm just trying to handle everything, you know, balance work and school, multitask. I'm always multitasking. I'm always mm-hmm. trying to figure out what my next move will be because like like we mentioned the other day, we never really know what our, our plan is. You know, we're just doing it day by day and we're trying to figure it out because that's just how life is. How do you deal with that? You just mentioned that we... Yes, it's good to have plans and to make sure you know where you're going. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're just graduating high school. It doesn't matter if you're 40 years old and changing careers. It doesn't matter if you're 70 and wanting to retire. There are always these things that come along the way that make you question. But how do you deal with that? Honestly, um, I have a catchphrase of my own that I say... You know, it is what it is. It is things what it happen is. For things happen for a reason. So nothing is ever going to be perfect. You know, obviously everyone's always going to have their super, super horrible days to the point where you're just begging in tears for, you know, a sign of like, keep going. And then you're going to have your days where you're on top and everything's going fine. And then you're going to have your boring days that life seems like you're not moving, you're not improving, but you kind of, you are. Every day you, you wake up, you're improving, you know? So yeah. all I could say is just, just keep going. That's, that's all you can really do. You, you get hit with something, move on. It's not, you can't stay there forever. You have to keep going. Yeah. That's one of the things Jag taught me too. You just have to keep moving. You, you have to have faith and you have to just roll with the punches, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And now you're at your work currently. We're recording this while you're at your work. Tell me about yes. that and how that opportunity came about. So I am currently a JAG advisor at Region 5 Adult Education, and I have the opportunity of working with students between the ages of 16 to 24 who did not, you know, complete high school. And both my colleague and I helped them obtain their GED. Within a year, we try to get them their GED. And then after that year, during the follow-up process, we assure them that they'll either come out of the program with a full-time job or, you know, a certification or, you know, they'll start a, a degree, possibly. The possibilities are endless. We have lists of jobs that we pay for the certifications. We have paid internships, too, you know? Mm, yeah. So I have the wonderful opportunity of working with the students. And I'm the JAG advisor, so I mainly work with them during the follow-up and during our volunteer events and, you know, during our networking events and things of that sort. That's and, amazing, Yeah. Um, honestly, I, till this day, I got this job, I guess, by luck because I was looking for a job and then I stumbled across, you know, this position. And then I asked my previous instructor, I was like, Hey, do you know anything about this position? And then she just started telling me, yes, yes, yes. I know her and she knows her and just fill in your application and email this person. And so that I just did, you know, emailed my resume, my application, and then I had an interview and the sign did appear. <laughs> oh, that's great. But I I don't know. I want to challenge you for a second. You mentioned that you got this job by luck. But to me, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. 
So you always had to be prepared, whether by the lessons Jack was teaching you about how to do interviews, how to be a good mm-hmm. worker. And then an opportunity came along and then you had the guts to take on that opportunity. And that's why you thought it was luck. So that's great. I love how you got started with that out of uh, school program there. Mm-hmm. Emily, is that where you see your life going? I know that you're juggling school right now and also this job, but what's in the bigger plan for you? Well, I honestly, this job is amazing. I love working here and they have told me that if I stay with them, you know, of course, they'll probably move me up to a full time or, you know, they'll find me a marketing position, which is my job. I'm an advertisement and communications major. Mm-hmm. But honestly, as of right now, I'm just, I shouldn't say this, but I'm just going with the flow. Like this job is great. I love my coworkers. I love, you know, what I do. I love working with students. I love, you know, creating events for the students. I love going out and, you know, doing cold calls or setting up booths, telling people about the wonderful things this program does because it's a great program. But, you know, a lot of people are not always sure of what they have around them. Mm. So I, I just love being able to give people a second chance. Well, the program gives them a second chance. I'm kind of just like the messenger. <laughs> I just kind of play all the messages of Jag, but I, I love doing that. And I love seeing how people's lives really change, you know? Um, mm-hmm. As of right now that I started this job, we had a student who graduated from the police academy. We had a student mm-hmm. who has her pharmacy tech license now. We have a student who's currently pursuing their realtor's license, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. so awesome to see them, you know, thriving. It's so great to see them doing good, having like, you know, wonderful opportunities come to them. Like, I'm happy for them. I'm always telling them like, I'm so, so, so proud of you. Like, you may be older than me, but I'm so, so proud of you. Like, I'm having like the whole mom moment. I'm so happy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Like, I love doing that. Yeah, it sounds like you're at a spot where you have a job that's super rewarding for the right reasons and giving people second chances and seeing them overcome these challenges and be successful in whatever it is that they want to do. I always wonder if I could go back to JAG and be, I started out as a junior in high school. Like, I always wonder if I would do something different, if I would have approached my whole life differently. If you could go back, would you do, would you approach something differently or would you keep it the same? I wouldn't change a thing. You know, everything Mm -hmm. that has happened has either been a lesson or a blessing. So I just keep going, you know. Um, I like to think of it as like, there's no possible way of going back anyway. So you just have to keep just being positive about it. Just keep moving on, you know? That's true. That's true. You just said that life, you can either get lessons or blessings. Can you break that down for me? Well, honestly, let's say I'm having a bad day. Um, mm-hmm. Something didn't go right. It didn't go good. Although I may be like super sad or super, you know, unmotivated. I look at it as, well, what is it teaching me today? How can I improve these days? How can I help myself or help others and make sure that, you know, 
the day doesn't go as bad. You know, like I have to catch myself because as human beings, we're really, really emotional at times. So instead of just letting my emotions overwhelm me, which of course at times they do, you know, I'm human. I try to not do it quite as often because it's not worth it. It's not worth ruining, you know, your day or ruining your attitude or ruining other people's attitudes too, you know? Yeah. So when you do let your emotions get the best of you, how do you approach that? What happens and how do you overcome that? You're trying to expose me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Honestly, when my emotions do get the best of me, I cry. Mm. I, I will try to be serious doing my work, trying to like n- focus and tears will just be falling out of my face oh. and I don't pay attention to them. I'll just be like, okay, it's time to move on. And I'll just be there working, trying to do my work, homework or work work or, you know, my side stuff such as nonprofits or extracurriculars, you know, and then I am the type of person who has a tendency to always, always have a busy schedule. Mm. I, I feel don't that. Like- Yeah, I don't like to have any, I guess, empty spots because then I'll realize how tired I am or how, quote unquote, what college students say, I'm over it, you know? So over it. I hear every time I go to my in person classes, I hear that catchphrase at least once a day. And it's so relatable Mm -hmm. because whether you're at work or whether you're at school or whether you're volunteering, And you're like so tired, of course, it's going to come out of you eventually, you know? Yeah. So you, like me, again, I'm telling you everything that you're saying, I'm like, I get it. I do really get it. You mentioned that you like to stay busy and your schedule always has to be full. And as good as that is, it gets overwhelming sometimes. So how do you handle all your side jobs and your internship or your schoolwork and your work work, like you said, how do you handle all of that? Honestly, I try to have everything in a planner. Love my planner. I could not live without my planner. I have to stay organized. I have to stay up to date because if you forget something, you know, when you forget something that kind of just like uh, push everything back and it's like, oh yes. no, I forgot that. So I try to keep everything written down or if not, like the night before I'll think in bed, like, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. And I kind of create like a mental list mm-hmm. because if not, I would honestly be running around like a chicken without a head. Yes. <laughs> That's good advice. Emily, if I was a student right now, uh, let's say I'm having a one-on-one with you because I look up to you and I'm a Jack student who's just wanting some words of wisdom, some advice. What would you say to me at this very moment? Um, honestly, I would just say, just keep going. Just keep going. Something happens, keep going. Something bad happens, keep going. Something good happens, keep going. Just keep going. You can't stop. You know, if you stop, the world's going to keep going regardless. Mm. And you can't just stay there. You have to push forward. You have to get the extra job. You have to get the extra help. You have to just move move on, I guess. Like, just keep Mm. moving. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I think I would add to that, you mentioned earlier on that sometimes to uh, process your emotions or whatever is going on, you cry. 
So it's okay to have a little bit of a moment to get over those emotions, but mm-hmm. don't stay there. Keep going, mm-hmm. keep doing what mm-hmm. you need to do uh, to get by. So I like that. I used to be the person who would hold in all the tears, never tell anyone about my problems. I would not shed a single tear. And then I realized that I was only hurting myself. I was only hurting myself by keeping everything in, by just piling up extra work so that I wouldn't feel like those overwhelmed emotions or those frustrated emotions. But you have to find the balance, a balance that works for you. You know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to do extra things, not think about the frustration or the tiredness. Everyone's human. That's another thing I would tell them. You're human. It's okay. Life still goes on. You'll be fine. Everything will work out. There's a plan. And you're going to, you, even though you don't know about that plan, all the steps that you're taking is in that plan. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. What do you get such a positive outcome from? Uh, with the few minutes that I've been talking to you, I can tell that you're an extremely positive person. Does that come from family, a mentor, or maybe the books or movies you watch or read? I don't think of myself as such a positive person, you know? Well, when it comes to me, but I am the person that everyone always comes to with their issues. And I can't just be there and say, oh, just cry and don't do anything about it. I have to say, well, keep going. You have to, you got this, you know, Um, there's, you're going to eventually make it. You're doing great. So I guess over the course of time, I kind of got used to just uplifting everyone's spirits. I guess people just see me as their little (laughs) personal therapist. So, you know, you just got to be positive you got to just throw them positivity and just keep them motivated because I know for a fact that a lot of people always lack motivation or or lack having someone just cheering them on having cheerleaders on their side but if I have the opportunity to be someone's cheerleader I will even if I don't know them I always tell people that I will be there I don't know you and who you are but I'm happy for you I'm here for you if you need anything and I I guess that's kind of what keeps me going too. just seeing other people being able to know that I help other people and make people feel better, I guess, or at least let them vent to me and let all of their problems just like come out on me, just lay it out. It kind of makes me feel better too. After you do though, help people who uplifts Emily, who is the cheerleader for Emily? Well, I'm pretty sure Emily has a lot of cheerleaders, but I I am so awkward when it comes to that. You know, I just always mm. turn it around and face it on them. I'm like, oh, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's other people out there like that. Well, I hope, but I don't, I just like to focus on others mm. most of the time. So yeah. And if Emily's feeling bad, Emily just takes a day or tries to take a day and just unwind and figure everything out. That's, that's what I do. Who are some of your mentors or people that you look up to currently? A person that I currently look up to and will always look up to is my mom. Mm. She has been there for me in the toughest times. You know, she's a single parent. She works all the time, but she still finds the time to make sure her kids are okay. You know, even if it's through a text or through a call, she's always there. And that's what I love that answer. Well, Emily, I think that listening to stories such as uh, the story that you just shared with us of your JAG 
experience where you first started out and JAG was that thing that got you out of your, I call it the shy cocoon. And then you just blossomed into this beautiful butterfly and have gone out and gotten your education. And now you have this incredible job with JAG, helping people the same way that you were once helped is incredible. And I know that you won't say that you are a positive person, but I'm going to say that it's good to see how positive you are, how uplifting you are to those who are around you. And I've just enjoyed hearing your story. And before we go, I have one more question for you that I always ask everybody. And that question is, what is your definition of success? My definition of success would have to be just improving over the day. You know, don't compare yourself to anyone else or their stories. Focus on you. Focus on how you can improve yourself or your environment. Because I like to see it as not just you. There's other people who always need help, too. Mm. I feel like that's what success is, just improving yourself, your environment, and anything in between that you can't improve. That's incredible. Well, Emily, thank you so much for this great conversation. No, thank you. I loved being here, and I truly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk (laughs) to me. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest things, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at JAG Students. Thanks again and see you next time.